You are locked hey everybody, on Bama, welcome back your daily podcast on, Bama, on the Alabama Robinson. Crimson Tide. Jimmy Stein, part of the Jim, Locked Jimmy. On Podcast you Network. Your team every Pretty day. Pretty good. Uh, I guess you know I've been I've been uh, having trying times as we speak anyway because uh, you know I've got COVID still. Uh, my throat still isn't you know still kind of itchy. I'm sleeping all the time. Um, it's not that bad though. I mean, it's bad. It's not that bad. It's not the flu or anything like that. Um, I know a lot of people have had it worse. So I'm not trying to downplay it or whatever. Um, I was vaccinated. So I think that probably helped out. And, you know, I've been fortunate enough to be able to stay upstairs at the house. And so my wife and five-year-old aren't really subjected to any of it. So hopefully it'll be fine. Um, first of all, this podcast brought to you by Sonos, S-O-N-O-S.com. Go check them out. And we'll talk a little bit more about uh, some of the other sponsors later, but Jimmy, yesterday we did a podcast and uh, I had just sort of an offhanded remark about how, you know, the thing, how 2022 has sucked so far. And it has, it continues to suck. I mean, we lost since we did that podcast, we lost to Florida gymnastics. Um, we've, uh, man, we've had it rough. And then one of the other comments I said was now I got to listen to all the Auburn fans act like they've, uh, you know, been following basketball since James Naismith was around or whatever the hell I said. I don't even know what it was. And a friend of mine put that um, put that uh, snippet out there. And Auburn Twitter has just, I mean, beat me over the head. Yeah, beaten me over the head virtually, which, you know, hey, so be it. But as I told a group of friends of mine that happen to be Auburn fans, look, I'm, two things can be right. Um, Auburn <laughs> has not always supported basketball that well. Let's not let's get that straight. But it can also be right that I'm butthurt that Auburn is doing so well. That is a hundred percent correct. <laughs> I have no problem saying that. Like I'm beyond PO'd about it. I it sucks. I don't like it. I'm sure they feel the same way in football. But you know, it's human nature to and nature of this rivalry to be like, hey, um, I don't ever want y'all to do well in anything. And now y'all are going to be number one. And frankly. As much as I dislike Auburn University as as a sports institution, um, I would vote them number one too. I think they're the best team in the country. I believe that. So I mean, I would do yeah. it. I just don't like that I would do it. They're the best team I've seen. I mean, I've seen them all. I mean, I, 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 I've seen. I don't know. That I've seen whole games, but I've seen at least uh, long stretches of of all the contenders play by now. And Auburn's the best team I've seen. I mean, Baylor's good. And, I think Gonzaga is good, and and some some other teams are good, but uh, you know, but I, I think Auburn's the best team I've seen. And yeah, I noticed that we were all of a sudden uh, sort of popular with uh, Auburn Twitter yesterday. Uh, that that hasn't happened much, but you know, yeah. for those that didn't watch the uh, gymnast, this is this is how bad 2022 is going. The the gymnastics team played really well. They, they or competed well, however you want to call it. They, they did really well. They put up a good score. Uh, there was a lot of clutch performances. There were some really good stuff. And uh, after three apparatuses, Alabama had a comfortable lead. And it looked like Alabama was going to pull off a big upset against the best team in the SEC in the preseason rankings. Florida was number two in the nation, the highest rated SEC team. And after three quarters, I guess you'd say Alabama was a big lead. Florida only won because they ended the meet with back-to-back tens. And those are very rare. The, the, those, the vast majority of events, there's never a 10. There's never a 10. And Florida had back-to-back 
tens to win. It, it was like a two-point convert, a two-minute warning, and they scored in the first minute to tie the game and scored in the final minute to win the game. I mean, it, 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 that, that was the football equivalent of what happened. So, so yes, Alabama's 2022 luck, if you want to call it that, continues. Um, yeah, 2022 just hasn't been good. And I know somebody will chime in because I've seen this on Twitter too, that we won a cheerleading national championship. I mean, and hooray and congrats. That's a thing. So congrats. That's good. Um, That's good. But it's not quite the same and it doesn't ease my pain any. Um, well, it wasn't on TV. We didn't get to see it. If it was on TV or or if it was on TV, I was unaware of it. You would have watched it. I wouldn't have watched it because I was watching the NFL playoffs. And no offense to our <laughs> no offense it. to our cheer team, but I mean, I'm locked on Bama, but I ain't that damn locked on. So, um, <laughs> you know, but it's just kind of funny because I didn't say it's funny to me because I didn't say Auburn basketball sucks. I did not say that. I, I, no. I wholeheartedly Very complimentary. Agree. They're better than us. They're better than us. I agree with that. Yes. But I still think it's true that I've had a lot of Auburn fans. Uh, come at me one way or the other in person, social media, whatever, and love to discuss, uh, you know, all this stuff, basketball, which I totally get because now that you're good, you should go to the game. All that's true. All that's true. But it's also true that we can be butthurt by it. That's how this works. Just like Auburn fans get butthurt that, you know, we're so good in football. I get it. I, but, you know, hey, we all have our own coping mechanisms. Apparently this one's mine. Um, it's, I didn't say it was a good one. <laughs> I just said, I said, we all have them. Um, but anyway, it was just kind of funny. Cause you know, you get, I got COVID. I'm waking up all the, all during the night and I wake up this morning and see all these like notifications from Twitter that I never, ever have. Um, and, uh, man, Auburn Twitter don't play Zach Blackerby. who's the host of, uh, locked on Auburn who does a marvelous job. He and our buddies and, he texts me and goes, damn, that's a lot of free publicity for you. And I was like, yeah. But, you know, I never get the good free pl- publicity like local man uh, helps <laughs> helps child out of burning bus. I never get that kind of stuff. I get this asshole had the audacity to, to, to say. Not help a, to not help a child out of a burning bus. <laughs> yeah, it's more like that. Like local <laughs> asshole throws child into burning bus. <laughs> That's um, good right. for you. Showing good off that me. arm. Showing <laughs> off that arm. Jimmy, um, let me tell everybody about betonline.ag. Betonline.ag is where you want to go to get that bet in. You know you want to bet. You may want to bet on Alabama. I wouldn't. You may want to bet on Auburn. I probably would. They play Georgia this week, I believe, uh, this Wednesday. So, But betonline.ag is the site you want to go to do any of this. You can get a 50% welcome bonus using promo code LOCKEDON. Go check them out, betonline.ag. You can bet on whatever you want to. Reality TV, if you're into that, if you're just really into betting, you can bet on reality TV through betonline.ag. But you can play poker. You can play blackjack. You can play whatever you want to. It's a ton of fun. You can bet on, obviously, any football, basketball, futures, you know, individual stuff, prop bets, all that. It's so much fun at betonline.ag. Betonline.ag is the place to go to get that bet in. Use promo code locked on. Also, I'll tell you about Get Upside. Get Upside is this wonderful app that you use before you're about to fill up your tank of gas. Okay. If the place you're going is on their system, I guess that's a way to put it. You look at the app and you find the gas station where you are and you click, okay, I'm about to go here. 
and you click that and it says, okay, we're going to give you, you know, 10 cents a gallon, of, you know, up to 25 cents a gallon, whatever it is. And then when you're done, you might have to screenshot your, um, your receipt, but that's no big deal. I mean, I do it all the time uh, for this app and it'll give you a certain amount of cash back once it's all verified. I use it like a couple of days. It's not a big deal. You're not going to get rich on it. I'm not trying to tell you that, but it's going to just have some little extra money for you in your PayPal account when you want it. So go to GetUpside, use promo code SCORE. They'll match it up to 25 cents per gallon on your first fill up. Promo code SCORE at GetUpside. Go get upside anywhere that you get your apps. Uh, Jimmy, so let's talk about some other things now. Um, first of all, congratulations to D'Amico Ryans, uh, the defensive coordinator for the 49ers. They got a huge win over the Dallas Cowboys. That was so awesome. Um, and he was really one of the reasons they won this game. They brought the house on that last blitz. And the announcer were even talking about how they don't blitz very often, but they blitzed on that last play. Uh, I don't guess it was the very last play. I think it was the last play of a certain drive, second to last drive for the Cowboys. And it ended up being a um, a short pass. But D'Amico Ryans, of course, played Alabama uh, from Jess Lanier. And um, he was awesome when he was at Alabama, played for the Eagles for a long time. Really, really loved D'Amico Ryans. Really happy for him. Really smart dude on top of it all. And this is going to be said, and it's going to be said by me right now, maybe D'Amico Ryans is future um, head coaching material at the University of Alabama. That would be just awesome. I would be so excited if if things played out that way because D'Amico is not only clearly a good football mind, you don't rise to the level of coordinator in the NFL and and not be a great football mind. But uh, we just happen to know from our experience with D'Amico Ryan's that he's a first-class person. I mean, he's a great, great person. And you can't can't be a great football coach at Alabama unless you're a great person. I really believe that. And then, uh, boy, for for D'Amico to come home and be the head coach one day, that would be incredible. And uh, I would would love for that to happen one day. For right now, uh, we'll just have to make do with Nick Saban. Yeah. I mean, we just have to keep trudging along with this, <laughs> this mild success okay. we're having. Because um, you know what I did today on On3? This is amazing. I'll probably fly through it, but it just shows the amount of talent that Coach Saban gets here and, and, and just goes through here is incredible. I built sort of a a, a team, a complete team. I was only missing about three positions a complete team of the guys that are moving on guys that were on the team last year that are no longer on the team because of either they graduated or they've entered the NFL early or they're transferring. And uh, that team would, uh, would do pretty well in the SEC, probably talking about a six and six, seven and five team in the SEC with just the guys moving on with Tyson at quarterback and B Rob at running back and the wide receivers, Jamo and Mechie and Bolden and Billingsley at tight end and Evan Neal, Chris Owens and Pierce Quick on a small but not terrible offensive line and uh, and defensive line like Ray and Mathis and linebacking core unbelievable Sanders, Chris Allen, Jalen Moody, Shane Lee and the DBs Marcus Banks, Josh Job, Jalen Armour Davis. I mean that's like a practically a complete team and it's pretty good. And those are the dudes that have moved on. And despite all that, we'll still be preseason number one. That's 
nuts, but 100% true, thanks to Nicholas Lou Saban. Yeah, it's all it's just about as nuts as losing uh, what five first rounders last year and um, coming back yeah. in the national championship game. It's kind of, it is nuts, and uh, like you said, we don't appreciate it enough all uh, all the time. We always say this: we we're not appreciating this enough. We should appreciate it more, but it's hard to um, because um, it just is, and especially twenty twenty two when we've lost literally everything except the cheerleading championship. <laughs> we have literally lost everything but that. I think, That's, I think the tennis team has won a couple, and the swim team. The swim team even beat Auburn, I think. No, right? they, no the women did. No, the, the other way around. Because I even saw the, other the, way around. the Auburn – I think it was – I think the men beat the men. Auburn men beat us. Alabama women beat them. And I know ah, this okay, because I saw the picture of the Auburn men swimming team doing the John Mechie crane thing, oh, and I'm crane. like, that's how you know this is completely played out. We are being taunted by the swimming team, and this 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 whole crane thing is over. We got to let Alabama fans need to let it go. It it was probably played anyway, and I feel like Georgia should have gotten away with it because you know, hey, they beat us in a football field where the crane was actually being used, and I feel like um that should have put a, put it to bed. But apparently, it's not going to bed. It's going to be here forever. Uh, so, um, and, you know, whatever. I just don't want us to do it. In, I'm done with the crane. I'm done with Ralph Macchio. I'm, I'm over it. I, it's not that it's so annoying. It's annoying if anybody does it, and I'm including us now. So, uh, Jimmy, let's take a break. When we come back, I got a few questions for you. All right, Jimmy, few things to go over here. First of all, Tamari and Parker from uh, Central Phoenix City, visited Georgia, apparently, and um, a lot of crystal balls rolling in for that dude right now for Georgia. Good player. Good player. Perfect emblematic of how incredible the 2023 in-state group is because it would be a a loss and it wouldn't be the way to kick off the 2023 recruiting season because this guy's a good player and he's an in-state player and he'd be going to the last school we need to lose someone to right now but the in-state class is so good we can survive it and replace him with an in-state kid and still be fine I mean he's he's far from the best of the best of the best at his position, uh, even in state. So the depth of, of great defenders uh, in the in the 2023 class in state's incredible. Hopefully Parker won't go to Georgia and make a snap decision. Uh, if he does, as we know, it's what about 10 months till the early signing day. Um, plenty of time to change his mind. Alabama should get a commitment this week. I'm putting in a I'm putting in a, a RPM, that's a recruiting prediction machine that we use at uh, at On3. I'm, I'm going to put one in today where I'm uh, projecting that Jaleel Hurley, cornerback uh, from Florence, will commit to Alabama uh, probably no later than this weekend. And uh, that would be a great start for Alabama. Hurley, just like Tamarian Parker, as a matter of fact, I'd, I'd rank them similarly, like in a top 10, top 15 list of best prospects in Alabama. I think Hurley and Parker would rank similarly uh one's a corner one's a defensive lineman but uh uh, alabama could get off to a good start even without parker this week first of all i hate that name rpm um i love on three the website uh shannon terry's the best in the business you're in the business (laughs) (laughs) you're also the best in the business um Um, no i'm in the top two i'm in the top two among Staff writers for Bama on three. I'm in the top two. 
how about certified lock or, you know, um, final destination? Like get a creepy. There was a per, there, there was a pretty good term to use, but another company was already using it, and uh, even though it First wasn't invented by, well, Shane and Terry invented that, but it's owned by another company now. So, um, how about <laughs> tea leaf reader or um, palm examiner? <laughs> I, I mean, like anything. the funny thing is I like I love the initials. I think it's good, but I love the initials. They're easy to remember. The RPM, the RPM over at on three that. That that sounds good. I, I'm, you know, uh, I, I'm. I, I just like RPM. We we probably shouldn't have put words with it. Just just yeah. go with RPM. Don't even ask us what it stands for. Just go with RPM. <laughs> that would be funny. Like, what does RPM mean? <laughs> Can't tell you. Nothing. Nothing. You got to upgrade to the platinum package. It's seventeen thousand dollars a month. <laughs> to know what RPM means, but no. Yeah. Uh, but hey, here, here's here's the the the, the back on board with on three thing. Uh, it's the best in the business, literally. That that feed the information into it, and uh, our batting average was uh, exceptionally good uh, regarding the uh, 2022 class that just signed. the uh, The batting average of the RPM was high. All right, so let's also talk about some transfer destinations of some of the guys who've left the program. Um, Drew Sanders to Arkansas, which I think is a, is awesome for him. It's awesome for Arkansas. Arkansas has gotten like four starters. And I'm going to include Drew Sanders in that bunch oh, because he, he did start some. And they got uh, McLaughlin. Is that, I think, the defensive yeah, back from LSU, who had committed to Alabama, by the way. Um, they got another defensive uh, – when he was a – when he was in high school, uh, they got another defensive lineman, I think, from LSU, and they got somebody else whose name – oh, oh, George, Jaden Hazelwood, right? Yep, Hazelwood, the receiver from Oklahoma, who's big-time talent. And, uh, yeah, Arkansas is – hey, I'll go this far. It was saying a lot. Uh, you know, usually I predict Alabama to finish 11-1, and one, and not because I'm a, a soothsayer. It's because Alabama – usually finishes 11 and one it's it's the most common record in the Nick Saban era at Alabama the most common record that the record out of 12 games Alabama most often ends up with is not 12 and 0 it's 11 and one so I normally predict Alabama to finish 11 and one just because I'm playing the math and in terms of what what what, what's the one you know what what loss are you predicting it's not so much predicting a loss as a record but if I'm predicting the loss what I look at is okay who's the best team that we play on the road uh, of the four teams that, w- that we play on the road or next year, five, uh, who's got the best team. It is absurd that we're saying this right now, but it's a hundred percent true based on the transfer portal. The best team we're playing on the road next season is Arkansas. And right. they're going to be maybe preseason top 10. Oh, so, I don't think that high. Really? Uh, I, well, they were eight in uh they were eight in a, in a recent poll that I just looked at. They finished in the top 15, returned most of the team, and then added all these portal guys. And they have a quality quarterback in K.J. Jefferson. So I, I, I think Arkansas might be the highest-ranked best team Alabama plays on the road in 2022. So we talked about Drew Sanders in Arkansas. Um, then how about uh, Paul Tyson going to Arizona State? I, I mean, I was like, wow, I did not see that coming. My son is going to Arizona State. A lot of you well know now. Um, Love the school. I think it's cool. I mean, scenery is awesome. I mean, take that however you want it to mean. For real, it's awesome all the way around. And, um, you know, good for him. 
to find that landing spot. But I don't they still have that Daniels kid there that's the good quarterback? I think Daniels is coming back. I think he is. I'm going to have to look into that, but I'm pretty sure he is coming back. And regardless of that, Arizona State has recruited fairly well at the quarterback position. And I'm scratching my head over it a little bit, I, I, I just in this one sense. And I hope, I hope what I'm saying is wrong because I'm really rooting for Paul. Paul was now, literally, by definition, my, my second favorite Arizona State player of all time behind Pat Tillman. I mean, so, so I'm rooting for him big time. But if you're leaving Alabama because you're frustrated over not getting on the field and you want to play, I, I'm not so sure that's the right choice. I, I don't, if, if he's the starting quarterback there, I'll be surprised. Uh, I'm, yeah. I'm pleasantly surprised, yes. And, 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 and they'll become my favorite Pac-10 team and the team I'm rooting to make the playoff behind Paul. But I, I, I just if, – if, 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 if you're leaving because of playing time, then I'm, I'm sort of scratching my head here. Um, it sounds like, you know, well, Jaleel Billingsley did go to Texas. We know that. And there was a yeah. great – cap on um, his Instagram and his arms spread out like with his Texas uniform looking great. And somebody posted, well, he was supposed to have a football in the picture, but he dropped it. And then somebody else very, very uh, accurately predicted what uh, I, well, not accurately predicted. I'm y'all, I got this COVID fog. I'm sorry. It really does kind of screw with your head. Um, accurately put into words what I was trying to, uh, the way I wanted to describe this thing. Jaleel Billingsley is either going to have five drops, two fumbles, and uh, and run it backwards for a safety against Alabama next year in just what it would be a train wreck of a performance. Or he's going to catch three touchdowns and go O.J. Howard v. Clemson on us. I mean, he's going to do one of those two things. I don't think Jaleel Billingsley is going to be a non-factor in the Texas game next year is what I'm saying. Uh, yeah, I, I can I can see that. And, and, and regardless of what he does against Alabama, I mean, in terms of whether this works out or not, I mean – I don't know. I mean, they're obviously Texas is gambling on the upside and his talent, which is, we all know, a, a talented kid. Um, whether he can put it all together and that's the place to do it, I have my doubts. The only thing I don't doubt is his upside. Uh, we'll see if he can uh, – we'll see if Sark and his, his initial coach at Alabama, Jeff Banks, who will be his position coach at Texas – uh, Jeff Banks got a lot out of him as a freshman and a sophomore. Maybe he's the right guy. Maybe he's the right guy to reach him. Yeah, maybe so. Um, and again, like we said in the podcast, we want the guy to turn it around. Um, just, uh, I don't know. Javon Baker looks so. like he may be hit. Javon, you there? Yeah. Yeah. No, I, I just say not against us. I mean, okay. yeah. <laughs> I, 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 it's fine. If Billingsley has a great career at Texas and goes on the NFL, just don't. Just don't don't go nuts on us. Javon Baker probably we have, tr- headed to we have trouble covering the tight end. We have trouble covering the tight end. We did, yeah. we did all we did all season long. Uh, Javon Baker probably headed to Florida, which I think is probably a good spot for him. I mean, more power to him. So, um, look, I, I, you know, like you said, you had a good tweet too that Alabama won the portal bingo with the guys we got coming in versus the guys we got coming out. Yes, it doesn't. And here's another thing, just like the confusion about what I was saying about Auburn earlier. Auburn's basketball team is unreal. And yes, I, I have no problem saying it. I'm jealous of the success. I have no problem saying that. It sucks. I hate it when your arch rival's good at something that 
Um, both of you have, you know, Alabama's been the better program historically. That's undeniable. But in the last five, six years, Auburn's been better. Also undeniable. I know Alabama won the title in the in the SEC tournament last year, but Auburn's been better. Um, but it, so it's true to say, hey, I, I don't like, um, you, know, you know, Auburn fans acting like they've always been these big basketball fans because I saw when they used to have that curtain come in and block off half the place. Um, but at the same time, I can acknowledge that they're they're still really good and the number one team in the country. At the same time, just like uh, I can say, I think we won the portal war, even though we lost some guys that have actually started for us, or we've lost guys that are so got so much bammer in them, we thought they'd never leave for any reason. I think we we won the portal war from our perspective. In fact, we might have had the best portal haul in terms of quality of anybody. When you talk about uh, Gibbs being thrown in there specifically because he's just he's awesome to me. I think he's fantastic. Yeah, to me it's almost this simple, and, and it's impossible to predict it with 100% accuracy. But 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 we can be pretty accurate here. We know the team really well. We can be pretty accurate here if we're projecting. Okay, what's the starting lineup against Utah State next year? And, and, and we, we projected that. Let's say two weeks ago. Not one player that portaled out, not one, in that starting lineup. Not one. We did not lose a single projected starter except arguably Billingsley, who would have been 1A and 1B with Latu. Let's remember, Billingsley didn't start all the games this year. Latu did. Latu was almost always first tight end on the field. Not Billingsley. But Billingsley is the only guy you could argue would have been a starter and again would have been a 1A and a 1B with the same guy he, he was here with last year. And in addition to that, that we didn't lose a starter, starters have portaled in. Gibbs is almost certain to be the first back on the field against Utah State. And Eli Ricks is almost certainly a starter at cornerback against Utah State. So Alabama won the portal in that way. I mean, are we really going to care about the bench more than we're going to care about who's in the starting lineup playing the majority of the snaps? So Alabama has won the portal by bringing in more starters than they lost, two to nothing or arguably two to one, although really it's two to a half. So, and Alabama also not done with the portal, by the way, I mean, I, I'm not here with inside info or telling you guys, hey, it's going to be this guy or this guy, because I don't know that. But what I do know is this. I I believe, my belief today is that by the time we get to May, Alabama will have added an offensive lineman and a receiver out of the portal. Interesting. And no, that's not, that's not code for it's going to be Boutte. Uh, as a matter of fact, I'll tell you today, it's not going to be Boutte, but that, but that that could change. That that's just all up in the air. I mean, the kid's not even in the portal. I don't know why we talk about it, but what I what I realized when I said Alabama's going to get a receiver out of the portal, most of you immediately thought, "Hey, Jimmy's telling us we're going to get Boutte." <laughs> no, no, no. I'm telling you, we're going to get a receiver out of the portal. Boutte's not even in it, but we'll uh, we'll see. All right, buddy. That's going to do it for this episode. Um, I got to go take another nap. I think. Um, So until tomorrow, roll tight, everybody. Roll tight.